We want people to have the ability to feel really good even when times are tough, be really strong when they need to, be really confident when they need to. He is an incredibly powerful and influential speaker. He is the expert on persuasion and influence. Michael Burnoff. Michael Burnoff. So Michael Burnoff. Please welcome Michael Burnoff. Prepare to have your minds blown. Michael Burnoff. Well, hello and welcome to The Average Sucks Show. My name is Michael Burnoff and I'm super excited about today's guest, which is my wife, Deborah. And the reason she's here today is absolutely important for you, your life, your business. I'm excited to share that with you. And if it's your first time checking out The Average Sucks Show, this show is dedicated to you, your life, your business on literally raising your average. Because if you've ever asked yourself a question, how do I get it all done? How do you get to the next level? How do you get what it is you want in your life? This show is dedicated to that answer and producing that answer with real tangible techniques and strategies and things that you can do immediately. And going into the year, uh, my wife and I have huge plans. We, we work together, we're in business together, we're entrepreneurs like the majority of the people watching this show. And we realize that our life, what it is that we do, our business, our life, our family, everything is pretty much intermingled. And for years at our events, my wife runs the majority of the aspects of our company, literally like everything that needs to get, get done, created, um, happens, everything magical that happens in the company my wife is responsible for. And literally at our events, people would walk up to you, Deborah, year after year, I would get this all the time. People would walk up to you at an event and within a minute they'd get an answer like Deborah how do you do it all you stay in shape you raise the kids you know you run the company you know you take care of yourself you do all the things you're going to do how do you get it all done and she gives them like a little minute tidbit answer and for years, I, I, people always pointing, like, how does she do that? How does she do it? And I figured, like, why not interview you? It's the beginning of the year. Why not ask the question I want to know the answer to? If you've ever worked together with somebody, um, you're watching this, the one thing most people don't recognize is we may live together, we might spend time together, we're married, but we don't always know all the answers. So I figured I'd get a chance to interview you today, find out for myself, I can figure out how you get it all done, because I still would love to figure out how to get it all done myself. And throughout this video, we've got some strategies and techniques how in life, it's about a team and we're a team working together. We wanna help you get where it is you're going. So think of this community as your team to help you get what it is you want. And if you've not subscribed yet on iTunes, go ahead and subscribe, check us out, and uh, also theaveragesuckshow.com. So with that said, Deborah, I, my wife, and you know, business partner, partner in life, and everything else, super excited uh, that you're on the show here today. And most importantly, we're gonna get all the secrets out of you. I get to ask you things publicly that we don't normally ask about uh, life and business. So let me ask the question like those people on stage that come up to you that walk up, how do you get it all done? Well, I always ask a specific question. Uh, because as you teach everybody in all of our courses, the one thing that you've done quite well is giving people tools to break it down to small chunks. So when people say, how to get it all done, they're picturing in their you head. You take notes? No. Okay. They're picturing, you really want to take notes? Yeah, I'm going to take notes. I'm off to a good start. Uh, they're picturing in their head, like, their whole big, huge list of things. And so I always ask, like, in what area are you most overwhelmed? So most of the time it has to do with their physical health or their relationship. I believe with every single ounce of me that if your health and your relationships aren't working, then it, you actually don't even care about your business. Like, as a global statement, but most people don't have this working over here called business and entrepreneurs for sure because they can't get their brain clear to work if other things aren't are clouding up their brains. What's your definition of health? 
uh, health is being able to have lots and lots of energy, mm. feel really good, not you know hurting, aching, and um, avoiding the things you don't want to have happen in your life, and doing the things you want to have happen in your life. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So it's not just uh, physical appearance; it's. Uh, I think energy. that because um, that's a big thing for people. I know people come up to you. Yes, you're in yeah. shape. You take care of yourself. Yeah. Well, I always say that you know the way you look doesn't lie about the things you choose. It is 100% certain that somebody's going to unconsciously look at you and make assumptions about your health, right? Okay. If you look tired, if you're overweight, if you're too thin, if you, you know, there's, if you're prematurely aging, you know, whatever it is, you're not taking care of yourself or you are, it shows. And so we'll have these conversations, people that come up to me, and it's not just women, a lot of times it's men, they really want to have these answers. And so I will just ask them, like, in what area are you really wanting to work on? And like I said, most of the time it's health. And so then we talk about exercise and food. It's interesting because years ago when, when uh, you and I first started working together and you been you were like a workout, you are a workout machine, you know, take care yeah. of yourself. And I remember a guy came up to me and he said, he goes, good for you. And I'm like, what, of course good for me. And then he says, also, she's not going to let you fail either. And I understood what he meant by that. It's like, if you take care of yourself, it also drives the other person in your life. And that's one thing I've noticed since we've been together. It's like literally I don't let it go more than a couple of days without having you just as inspiration to, to remind me to go do my push-ups, go, go work out, go run, go do something because it, it's part of who it is that you are. How long has health been uh, you know, just a priority? Like how did it come into play? Because mm. I, 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 I never actually asked you that question. I was 18. Question. Is that what started it? Yeah. Like your college. parents, I mean, where did, where did... We played. We didn't go work out. I mean, if you talk about, there's so many people have joked about how at Little House on Prairie, Pa did not need to go to the gym after hard day's work. So that's what we grew up like, like so much of us, right? So um, I played and we did stuff and we were busy and we were working. I helped my dad put the roof on the house. Like we were, I wasn't looking for exercise. But when I went to college, people started doing aerobics classes and I loved it. So then they started teaching and, um, and then it's just what I've always done. Okay. So... How do you, so right now, I mean, a lot of people are watching this are saying this sounds great, you know. Yeah, sounds, sounds it's great. not as so, easy so, for Sounds everyone. great, Deborah, easy, no problem. Yeah. I, I do go to the gym, and this is the thing we get all the time. I go to the gym, and they do get in better shape, and then business suffers. Or mm -hmm. they go to the gym, and they wake up early, and then they're not there for their kids. Or, like, how do you figure out how to get it all? Because I've watched you sneak it all in. We have never missed uh, a kid's event. We've never missed a birthday. Yeah. If we ever had to, no, we actually never did. I uh, never missed uh, yeah. kids, uh, like, anything at school, like, like, like we figured out how to, how to make that yeah. work. You got that, the logistical issues of running a business that we run as entrepreneurs, which is not a 40 hour a week schedule. You know, we have a great lifestyle, but it's not 40 hours a week. It's random and it's, you know, hours and here and this and that. How have you found uh, fitting in this exercise? Because I don't see you running off to uh, aerobics class anymore. Yeah, people always say, how many hours are you in the gym? I get that all the time. Don't how much does she work out? Gym. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So the thing about entrepreneurs it, there's just not enough time for everything that they want to accomplish, right? Because they have big dreams. Yep. And so therefore, if you have big dreams, you have lots of things to do. And a lot of people ask me, you know, especially even my dad will say, you work too hard. But I really don't feel like I'm working. I enjoy what we do. I mean, you know, we talk about what's going to happen this year. Just on our, you know, sidebar, like Michael's book is coming out. Average, average sucks. sucks, February average 25th sucks. is average a launch sucks. date. I mean, that's huge. We're so excited about that. Hey, high five on high that five. one. Know, yep, the first which book. was teamwork, and we'll yep. talk about that later. Yep, and then, of course, we have our events coming up. So we have Core Strength Experience, Human Interaction Technology, Superhuman. We have all these things. i so, got to put one shout-out to this as well. So yeah. the, the thing about these events, the thing about these events is, 
a lot of people could put on events. The way that you put on events, the way mm -hmm. that the standard is for the company, mm -hmm. the way our average is for actually pulling off an event, this mm -hmm. is not a normal event. This is a, a spectacle, a show, this incredible um, display that continues to get better and better. So yeah. with pulling all of this off, keep on getting better every year as yeah. we, as the world gets more complicated, as we get older, we keep on getting better every year. So mm -hmm. uh, back to all that, I mean, you got the events, keep, yeah. keep on going. So I just want to make wait. certain everybody understands. As all entrepreneurs, we have a lot of lists, a long list of things we're going to accomplish. Yep. And so we just have to orchestrate how does life work along the path of that. And we've mastered that in so yep. many areas. Not to say our life doesn't have challenges. Oh no, we're perfect. Yeah, yeah we, <laughs> I, every, every, everything works out, and yeah. and that's the other thing is we'll probably talk about this one day. But how many couples work together? Oh, the idea that um, our lives and our goals are you know we're working towards those things. We are able to have. I saw today somebody said. It doesn't matter if you're on the same page as long as you're reading the same book. Mm. And so I think that was Sean Krill that actually said that. You put that? Yeah. Shout out to and Sean, so, Sean Krill. Anyway, and so here we are, and we're growing this thing, and we're doing our life thing, right? Yep. So the kids and exercise and all these things we're talking about. And so really it becomes the, the, the task of what do I do next? And the thing that is, I would say, and when people ask me, how do you do it all? How many hours do you spend in the gym? The, the That's an interesting question. number one component, and I'll give you a lot of credit for, I, I already knew this, and I was already really good at implementing this, but Let me get the credit. I learned some tools I'm from gonna, you. I'm going to get the credit, okay. That um, <clears throat> if you have the right thoughts in your head, you will feel the right way, and you will take the right action. And that, you know, Shanti says, decide, commit, succeed, Shanti. All these people have said something similar along the way, even going back to, like, the beginning of time. My brain is super clear when I need it to be, and that's not because I just have lucked out that way. I've made a decision to be able to control my thoughts, and that is something that we can all work for, and entrepreneurs get really focused on something, and they're working on it, and they, you know, they put their tunnel vision on, and that's how they're successful. So I make a decision, I'm going to do something, and then I, and I really had to learn to get the tunnel vision, and people say, oh, that seems so impossible. How do you work out all the time? How do you do this all the time? You cook meals every night? Like, they don't understand it, but I, I set my brain to be clear so we've had like last year and the year before was we had a lot of struggle like 2019 nothing went wrong but nothing went right you can so, keep it, yes. <laughs> so anyway so how do you show up in an event when you have all this turmoil happening which we've had right it's because i'm able to get my head clear and so that's something i wish for the whole entire world and the truth is like that is why we're in this business we want people to have the ability to feel really good even when times are tough be really strong when they need to, be really confident when they need to. And so that's, that's simply the, how we get it done. Now, one of the ways I got here, one of the ways that I was able to figure this out, doesn't come naturally for people, just boom right off the bat, is I learned how to let go of perfectionism, which is like really, really. Like, Where'd you get your perfectionism you, in the first place? I gotta, I gotta talk oh. about this because this is this is an issue for people. This is not part of the conversation today, yeah. so I have to let's yeah. literally dial it, dial this in because yeah. this is this is big because people are setting their goals for the year, yeah. and I, I've done it too. Back in the old days, oh, you know, I'm gonna have a Bentley in three weeks. I watched someone today online said it. I'm gonna have a plane by the end of the year. I looked him up. This guy's not having a plane. Right. I'm not right. knocking his dream. No, but he's not. Yeah, of course. That is if everything worked out perfectly. So yeah. I need to figure out, and this is one thing for a lot of people, I don't need to dig into the past, but I, I'd love to figure out like, where did it come from? How did you deal with it? And how do we help people deal with that? Because part of the issue, especially at the beginning of the year right now, is everybody wants a perfect plan and everything to work out perfectly. Mm -hmm. Never asked you that question before. Mm -hmm. Where did it come from? 
how did you notice it and how did you deal with it? Because if we can help people get that today, that will help people have a chance to get what they want this mm -hmm. year. And that's the big thing for this community is giving you have a chance to get what you want. Changing your average does not mean getting everything you want immediately, it just means making it possible. So whether it's a year, two years, three years, let's just get you what you want as soon as we can. Mm -hmm. So perfectionism. Uh, well, my parents had very high expectations and uh, I would say they had higher expectations of some parents and you know it doesn't really matter, but I, I had, we had very high standards and while it annoyed me back then, I'm so grateful for it now. And then I was also a preacher's kid, and I'm you're in the limelight all the time. And if you screw up, there's some little old lady that's going to go whisper in your mother's ear, I think she's wearing lip gloss today. Lip gloss. Or her jeans are too tight or whatever. Lip gloss. Okay, well, that's weird. Anyway, <laughs> so I, I really had, I was in the eye of the, the public of our world, you know, for so long. So I was always on display, and I was always working to do the right thing. And so I got trapped into that perfectionism. And then on top of it, when I went to college, who isn't insecure and they're a teenage girl in America, I don't really know very many at all. And so it, it just drove me to be really great. And so I ended up being like highly, highly perfection. I mean like seriously hardcore. And so- Give us an example. Um, well, I think I was telling Mike this the other day when I would go to my apartment, my roommates would move- Mike on the camera. Yeah, hey Mike. My, my roommates would move something in the apartment and then they would time how long it took me for, for me to notice it when I walked in the door. And it was like under 10 minutes, usually eight. And so, you know, it was just depending on how bad it was moved, but I would know everything had to be perfect. And not like a disorder, but really like I have a standard of I want everything in the right place. I want to, you know. And so of course that reflected how I cared for myself and how much body fat I had and my hair was always this and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so that all created a really great foundation, right, for having the person that I am. However, it got to be a little excessive when, I, like, it was driving me to the point that I was not able to be relaxed. And if I couldn't work out, and this is what so many people in the world have this, right? They don't work out and they don't realize it because they think it's going to take an hour to go to the gym. They don't, like, put on makeup and get their hair done because they just rather, like, throw in yoga pants and run out the door. I'm talking about women because I am one. It makes it easy for me. That they have to have, like, everything perfect and or it's going to take too long. That's so complicated. Whatever. I'll just throw it together and go. And I still am. I, I'm, people like me for who I am. And, and so they shortcut because they have this idea of perfectionism. So do, do you think that people think they're on uh, display? It's interesting because you were on display as a preacher's kid, and literally that is a real thing. And I, I, it's interesting, I wrote down the word display when you said it, and perfectionism, and people not getting started and doing the things they're going to do. Like, do people think that everyone's watching them? Like, is that one of the... I know that as a young girl in, growing up in America, I don't, I don't think it's the same in other countries, Europe particularly. Let us know if it is, too. Uh, I mean, I, for sure, in many ways, but I think that there's so much pressure to be a good little girl and to be perfect that you think it is. I would put a calendar on what I wore every day for a month so I didn't repeat something in the wrong period of time. Like, you know, it was yep. just worrying about what other people think. But I, I look at my daughter and she's doing something similar. She's 18. I'll say, do you really think people are looking at you? Like, they're not. We're in New York City. And I'm like, we're all walking around looking at all these people. people yeah. Nobody's really looking at me. But they are. I always want to put my best foot forward. It's about how I feel, right? But you, I think with social media and Instagram and... Kardashians, everybody thinks 
everybody's looking at them the way other people look at celebrities, maybe. It's interesting, I saw the other day, I was watching something and they said that you realize that that person that you're scared of, how they think you feel, they're scared of you. Yeah. And it's fascinating yeah. how, I thought about that even playing sports, it's like, you know, I'm scared that I might make the wrong move, but they're scared they might screw up. So a lot of people are just walking around intimidated by this idea that they're doing it wrong. So do you, back to your one hour thing a second ago, I mean, yep. is that like, okay, if I don't do an hour, Workout or 45 minutes. Or if or, I don't eat healthy every meal. Okay. Right? So more often than not. It's, yeah. yeah. So I learned a long time ago to be gracious with myself. And not, you know, like not perfectly gracious, but for the most part, I could cut myself a break where I never would before. And so where I would count my fat grams and count my this and count You literally my, did, did this. Well, absolutely. Were you doing this when we first met? I mean, no. Okay, way no, before. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I, I, I'm post this. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't a bad thing. Yeah. It, I wasn't um, unhealthy in any way, shape, or form. But I would like, literally, I would, if a serving side said 22 chips, I would eat 22 chips. Like, I would, like, that's a serve. Like, I was careful about, and a lot of people you see, like, they weigh their food, you know, all that. And you could do that. I was that in the prior, fitness industry. You can in the fitness industry. You could do prior yeah. to having kids, prior to running a business. Yeah. Prior to else, you have the time to do that. Oh, yeah. Now I don't have time. Okay. Could you imagine it, now, like, no. sitting there figuring that out? So, it's how like do you get healthy. there, though? Yes. That's the question, right? So, I really learned to not be perfectionist about it because I'm not going to go to the gym. No, I, we have a gym at home, yeah. and I don't have a gym membership, and I don't go to the gym. And in 2019... Are you anti-gym? Oh, no, not okay. at all. I love okay. it. I really, yeah. And um, in 2019, I did 23,000 burpees. Okay, 23,000. I, I, I remember the day, I just want to give a shout out to my wife. I, I absolutely was amazed. I remember the day that you, you looked at the number, I have like 90 left, and I remember like she was, you were moved by it. Well, you know, it, was a lot. it was a goal, and you were you were excited that you did it, and it inspiration to all of us, got the whole office doing it. Yeah, which is which is amazing. And this year, Protesting. if you guys want to join us for uh, the burpees, and if you don't know what a burpee is, um, just so everybody understands, it is absolutely the most fundamentally awesome. uh, effective Fast. tool uh, that you can do to get yourself in shape. Now, if you were to describe a burpee, could you describe one? Sure. Okay. I need a prop. Well, so this is you. Yep. And you go down. You you go you plank. Yep. You kick your legs out, you plank, you kick your legs back in, and you stand up. Now, a real burpee, you jump at the top. I have huge calves, and I wasn't about to get bigger ones. So I didn't jump at the top. Okay. So We can't discount, though. 23,000 still 23,000. Yeah, I went down, I kicked back, I popped up. Yeah. And 23,000 is easy to say at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah, 23,000, I'm going to do the whole year to do it. Um, I want to talk to you about that systematic way you pulled that off because you pulled off 23,000 burpees. And just so everybody understands, this year, part of what I'm going to share with you guys in a little bit, if you want to get yourself healthier and better shape, how many minutes a day did it take you to do? Um, first of all, how many burpees on, on average do you do? That's 66. That six averages out to 66 a day. And not everyone on this phone, not everyone on the phone, not everybody watching this right now has the ability to do 66 burpees straight. You but can if you do a monocle. How burpee, long does a burpee take, even if you're brand new, going back to that Brittany Runs marathon, like literally just not in shape at all. If you were to drop and do one and have the ability to get up healthy enough and check with your doctor, like check with the FTC, the KGB, and the FBI that you're able to do these, I'm not recommending burpees other than recommending you're healthy and I am recommending burpees. So um, how long, uh, level of fitness, you're just not where you want to be. You have not been taking care of yourself. How long does a burpee take? One, just one. Well, I get, let's put it this way. I'm fast. I could do 30 in one minute. Okay, very good. So if I assume that a person that's not healthy was trying to do, and they could do a modified burpee, they could do three in a minute. Three in a minute? Yeah. Okay, so three in a minute. 
minimum at least. Like that's like that's like somebody that has a hard time moving. Yeah, because I mean, the Spartan races I would do in the middle of the mud after running a race, I'd have to knock out thirty burpees for missing an obstacle. You did it probably in a minute. Uh, probably take me three minutes because I'm exhausted just trying to climb a rope and then. Okay, at know. the end of the at the end Spartan. of yeah, at the end of the Spartan race, I'm exhausted. Okay. But um, but so sixty burpees, how long did that take you day? Like literally at the most five minutes, and that's like because we were doing them at the office, so we would like everybody get ready. Okay, go down, do twenty, and up. Okay, yay, high five, back to work. So that would include the conversation time. So like, literally. energy, health, um, energy, health, body, taking care of lymphatic system, everything got accomplished in less than five minutes a day. Yeah, it was the best workout year I've ever had in my life. Okay, so with 23,000 burpees, 66 a day. Easiest Best workout year you fit in your life, you did in your day, you didn't even have to change clothes. But here, okay, so these are, um, um, I might be a little bit crazy with the 23,000 burpees and you don't have to do 23,000 Where does someone really burpees. start? So the, the thing that is important for people that they can really manage is the, the kindness that came with doing 23,000 burpees was what made it possible for me. Because if I was busy, which I was, like when I moved here into college and I was, you know, wasn't like lifting all her stuff and moving into the dorm and then popping down and doing 66 burpees on that day. I had no problem skipping five days in a row, eight days, like maybe I didn't work out for two weeks because I knew I was gonna do 23,000 burpees by the end of the year and the per person that does 23,000 burpees by the end of the year is in shape. Got it. So I didn't feel like for 10 days I wouldn't have to feel guilty. I just didn't do any workout, but I was already in shape because I was doing my burpees, and I knew I would do it when, when I was able to, and it was just the kindness of that towards myself was so great. So if somebody sets a goal for 1,000 burpees, which is very realistic for another person, very challenging, they would, if they skipped five days, they still knew they were gonna do 1,000, their whole brain is released, like free. It's awesome. So that's where the perfectionist went away. So you didn't have to do an hour, you were able to do it in five minutes. And this is the thing, if you're watching this right now and you're saying to yourself, this sounds great, I'd love to be involved with this. The one thing you said to me, this year is gonna be 24,000, correct? Yep. And the reason is, uh, last year you started in what, February, February, February mm -hmm. so you knocked off a month. 24,000 by the end of the year. If you wanna join us for that or 1,000 or any of these, if you go to the Facebook group that we have, we have a community of the Average Sucks community. We have to invite you, you just gotta fill up a little thing. If you ask to join that group, you can just let us know. There'll be a video in there. You just fill out your, you know, whatever your goal is. We will encourage you, inspire you, help you. We encourage you to invite other people to help help them do that as well because if you're doing five so or seven of it, it'd be so fun. I mean, yeah. I remember when, when Henry and I years ago, we did yeah. a thousand push-ups in a day. We were That's at dinner. This Everything is about, so the whole average sucks thing is really about breaking your average. People stop me all the time. They're always like, hey, Michael, what's this average sucks thing? You know, I'm better than you, blah, 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 blah. You don't have an average sucks on I, I, I can't believe that. Yeah. I, okay, I usually here we go. I usually wear a shirt. Yeah. Um, average sucks, usually I'm wearing one. It's in my license plates, everything. Um, people stop me all the time with the average sucks shirt. And they always think it's like, I'm better than you. And the whole average is that we have an average to break. So when Henry and I were at dinner, this is fascinating. I just got done reading uh, Living with a Seal. And Henry and I were at dinner and we ate something that was very salty. We were in the top of the tower. We the sushi with, night? We, we went to like the top oh, of the tower like, in um, Texas. It was like the pan Asian. It, it, was, it was fantastic. We were some great friends and we looked at each other like, you wanna work out tomorrow? I'm like, after the salt, whatever we ate, we have to at least add something to our lives. So I had some broccoli and different, some steamed broccoli and stuff. And then let's work out tomorrow. And workout turned into, let's do push-ups tomorrow. Let's do a thousand push-ups in a day. And then we did a Facebook Live. So like we called it out. That's so the hilarious. benefit of this community is that whenever you say you're gonna do something and then you do it in front of a group of people, with a group of people, in front of a group, with a group, commit loudly. And a lot of people whisper their goals. I think if we actually, you screamed, 23,000, 23,000, put a sign at the wall, told everybody you were doing it. You didn't care, half the world told you you were crazy. The other half said, go get them, but that's not for me. And then a few few people decided that work with us to, to jump in along with it. And we decided to do these thousand, thousand push-ups in a day. And what's funny about it was, 
we did a live, but people started getting inspired along the way. Awesome. We were doing a Facebook so live. Fun. The way we did it was crazy. We'd, I did one, then my buddy Henry did one, and then I did two, and then Henry did two. And this seemed really easy at first until you got to like 12, and then you counted 12 plus 11 plus 10 and realized, oh my God, I've already done like 200. And we only got about 600 done in the first round. We took a break, and then we came back an hour later. But that day we got 1,120 done. Now, knocking out 40 is nothing. So do you feel that 24,000 is nothing this year because you did yeah. 23 last year? Yeah. How many more days is that? Still 66 a day. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's easy. What's easy about it, I want to be clear, is that it gave me the ability to relax about not feeling bad about how I was working out. Was I sweating enough at the gym? Did I do enough steps on the Stairmaster? Did I lift enough weights? Did I spend enough time? I just knew that I had a goal and I was going to get it. And so if I didn't do anything today and I didn't do anything tomorrow, I didn't have to feel guilty. And then I knew I was going to do it. So That's it's emotion, really emotional nice. game. Yeah. It, well, because it freed me up to know, like, I'm not probably, like, if, if before, if I didn't go to the gym, I would say, oh, I didn't go to the gym. Oh, I'm a bad person. Not really, but you know what I mean? And so I was, now this year, I'd say, well, my priority isn't my birthday's today, so I'm going to work instead. Or I'm going to move to in her dorm. Or I'm going to be at the school for my this, that, or the other. It was just a matter of a priority, and it was just freeing. Changing the expectations. And that's what people need. They, and same thing for food, right? So if you have an expectation, like you need to lose weight, I have to eat perfect, and then, oh, I screwed up, and so I'm not good at this anyway, forget about it. My body is my body. But you're not going to live as long, and so I'm all about like feeling really good about yourself as long as you're working to make healthy choices because you're shortchanging somebody along the way if you die early, somebody you love. I always say that if... Everyone's watching you all the time. Remember, we were doing research with the yep. Rapid Report Audios back in the day. Yep. It said that we're all influencing other people. Yep. Even if you're the greatest introvert in the world, you're yep. influencing 10,000 people. So the way you look, the way that you live, that cigarette you smoke, that food you eat is influencing other people. And that's the part people don't recognize. Yep. So when what motivates me, well, first of all, what motivates you to work out? I'll, I'll tell everyone what motivates me in a second. But like, what motivates you to... like? I don't want to miss any time with my family. Okay. That's, I don't want to be gone early because I wasn't smart. So that's a move. That, that's a move. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, very good. And you got to figure out what moves you, and that's the thing to drive you to get where you want to go. So a lot of the people watching this thinking this is only health related. This is everything. Like you got to find out your motivations behind things. What drives me is the energy to do the things that I really want to do. Yep. I mean, that's what really, really moves me. Having the stamina and the energy, and I don't want to be tired. I need to basically have the ability to have energy. I, I used to be motivated to work out. Like was I want to be strong. I want to be able to do well in, in athletics and different things. That's great. But the ability, like I don't want have to be like, hey, Maya will say, hey, can you carry me? And I can't carry her. Yeah. Or um, or I can't do an event because I'm, I'm burned out from something. So I love the word energy versus health because I think if we all have energy, real energy, not caffeinated energy, but just real, real energy. Well, I like caffeine. Well, I know you just do, but, but, but I, I get <laughs> Let's be clear. But, but that's, that's a whole thing. But, but energy, <laughs> <So does Jim. laughs> but there's a difference between energy that you get that's going to last a couple hours and then yeah. like having an energetic lifestyle. So let's let's parlay this because this, this is the big thing I want to make sure we're clear everybody. And again, check out that Average Sucks community on yeah, Facebook. That's and awesome. I'm excited that we're going to be doing this together. Yep. Whatever it is that you want to work towards, we're going to help you. 23,000, 24,000, mm. 1,000, 2,000, whatever your number is, your number. I sent a lot of women asked me how to do a modified burpee. So I found a really good magazine article in Self Magazine with like 10 different ways to modify burpees. Can you put it inside the group? Yeah, I will. Okay, that'll be yeah. inside It's the really group. great. That'll be inside the group. Anybody can do it. If you can stand up, you can do it. Type in modified burpee. Will you write that down that we're going to put that in there? Modified burpee that we're going to put that uh, inside of there. So 
so the big, the other big thing is like stress and dealing with getting it all done. Because it literally in the last year, just so everybody understands, this is I, I got to pick your brain on this. Mm. We work together, and that's a lot of times people aren't willing to ask for help. And I know for me, you know, one of the greatest breakthroughs on getting my book done was I had all the ideas in my head of what I wanted yeah. to do. I had all the ideas of what I wanted to do. A lot of you have ideas of things you want to get done, video wise, business wise, funnel wise. What are the what are the crap people are working on these days? Audio wise, shout me some stuff. What are the people working on? Webinars, these days? online, webinars, online courses. Courses, digital, digital change the planet, um, you know, yeah. get your vlog done, yeah. and uh, whatever, whatever it is people are after. For me, what my book was was a big thing for me. I had a million ideas inside of my head. I had uh, a million and uh, one. million and one, maybe a million <laughs> and ten million. And being able to ask for help, like Deborah, here's my idea. Can you help me get this nope. accomplished? And she said, No, no. But literally said, I'd love to. And and I think that's one of the hardest things for people to do is like as an entrepreneur, physically asking for help. Is, is a big thing for people. And by doing that, one of the greatest breakthroughs was A, getting the book done, that was great. But two, getting a chance to work on that together and having, asking for help of the person you're working with. And I think a lot of times, as teams and as people, we don't ask for help. So if you're like in a relationship with somebody and you're working together, asking effectively for help at the right time for what it is you need and being able to take the coaching along the way is, is a big piece of it. And I think a lot, a lot of times people don't, they say they're coachable, but they're not willing to ask for the help that they need. And, and if you're watching this right now, odds are you're or listening, whatever whatever uh, vehicle you're using, I think a lot of times we we don't recognize the power of of asking for help in the thing in the things that we need. So We've got people asking right now, that's what, what they're doing by watching this right now. They're asking for help, right. and they don't maybe know that that's their words. They think they want to learn something, but learning is really yep. code word for asking for help. I would say the biggest thing people ask is, like, how do we get it all done? We got the book done last year. We got a documentary done. We shot tons of videos. We built out a building. Um, we, we purchased the building, built out a building uh, through events, through 15 major events uh, last year. Uh, ran a, ran a family, had a high school graduation party in the building. Do you know what I'm saying? And um, took our kids to four different types of sports uh, last year. What is the key to um, getting it all done? And don't say time management. You just. I mean, what do you do? I, I just do what's next. Okay. Just in time. Okay. What what does what does that mean? What that's the that's the thing. Like if I if I look at it all, I'll I'll get become overwhelmed, right? Okay. So I have to say what's next. Let's do that. What's next? Let's do that. What's next? Let's do that. Because as entrepreneurs, we look at it as, and this is why an entrepreneur is great. Till I've been a visionary entrepreneur my whole life, and like this, and then you help me, you know, organize the thoughts of, mm -hmm. of what we have, and like, okay, next, 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 next. If you're watching this, odds are like this is your little breakaway from the thing that you're you're doing. How do you go from the global, I got all these things I need to do, to like what's next? There's, there's a gap in between, because I'm certain you felt that as well. Like, I don't care how organized you are, there is a moment where you're like, I got 80 things I need to do. Oh, yeah, a lot, I'll say. How do you, mm -hmm. what is your system? And I'd love to figure this out, because you're better at this than me. Okay, take that off the camera. No, you're better at this than me. Um, how do you go from. Is this the part where you say, I know I love you from Han Solo and Princess? No, okay, no, but that, that would be really good. I do love Han Solo. <laughs> So my question is, it, it's a simple one, is how do you go from that massive overwhelm to like just like get down to the next step? What is literally your strategy? Not what you would say, literally I want to go in your brain and I want you to tell me, massive overwhelm to I got to get started. Because you and I have been there before. Like we've had well, the most I, traumatic things in the world happen and we got to run an event for 15 hours. Yeah, it has been really... Using our own tools on ourselves. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... Overwhelm to next. The... Skill I had to develop was simply that I had to break it down and to say, this is what I'm dealing with at this moment and everything else has to be put aside. And it takes learning how to develop that skill. Plan, Anybody can do it. Plan me right now in front of everybody. I want you to plan me this. In literally in the same three week period, we ran a major event 
and a high school graduation and had a kid graduate. Plan to me, plan with me right now how you got all three of those things done all simultaneously, all at the same time within a two-week period. Yeah, the real truth is that I... I'm not saying I'm going to do any of this Well, you'll myself, do this. Because you you're, already... You're, no, you'll do this. I like that you do it. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh -huh. so, go ahead. Go. Uh, the thing is that I had to admit to myself, and I think if anybody really, like, really wants to know the truth, the truth is, especially for entrepreneurs, if we have all these things and, it's, and we say, oh, I don't know how I'm going to get it all done or whatever, it's really a... It's, it's the confidence that you have that I'm going to be able to do it will allow you to break it down and do it. And so if I hear from, you know, we hear a lot of times from clients like, there's no way to get it all done or I, I know what I need to do, right, which is what you say about call to action all the time, like, but I can't get myself to do it. And so really that is an excuse. It's a fear of will I do it right? Will I do it well? How will it turn out? I want to know the end result before I get started. And so I just learned that um, accepting that it was my own insecurity that would I was calling perfectionism. It's really just wanting to be perfect is insecurity. And so I accepted that. And so once I'm like, okay, well, that's silly because I'm able to do it. And then it doesn't pop up for me. It just becomes like task. So the, qu the question really comes down to, and this is what people are asking right now. So if you are not going to be perfect and you still want to have a high standard for getting things done, like the example that we had of all three things, and everything was done like almost flawlessly. Mm -hmm. And people would, how, how did she do all that? How do you not be a perfectionist, still keep things at a very high standard, knowing that things are going to fall through the cracks, be okay with that, and still keep a high standard for what you're doing and not just say, yeah, whatever happens, happens. How, how, what is the process for that? Because that's people's probably first reaction is like, if I'm not going to be perfect about it, then it's not going to be done well. Right. What's that in-between ground? It really comes down to accepting the fact that you understand yourself. It's a it's an understanding of oneself, right? So that's a, an involved person. However, every single one of us, if we can get to that point or get close to that point where we accept the fact that if we're not doing something and knocking all things off our list, it's because there's stuff in our brain that's making us question ourselves. So I'd rather, you know, we say decide and do it somewhere on this wall, right? So if you make a decision, right you do it. Um, it doesn't say decide, think a long time, fence straddle, you know, go back and forth, question, overanalyze. It just says decide and do. And so if I say I'm going to do something like this, I'll do it and I'll work to make it the best I can. And that's the end of it. But I would like to ask you, there's the thing that you teach people all the time, which is shooting past your goal, like set your goal higher. Yep. And that's a big piece of it. So maybe you could explain that one for me. Well, that's where the 24,000 burpees come in. Yeah, even or just like get, even just getting started. Books this year. Yeah. Yep. There, there's, a, there's a fine line between being ridiculous and your expectations. There's two words I always throw at people is one is unreasonable and one is unrealistic. And they're two totally different things. So yeah. if you're on a Monday going to be skinny by Friday, unless you have like liposuction, you won't even be skinny with liposuction by Friday. Do you know what I'm saying? You're going to be you're gonna be bloated and everything else. So Having unrealistic expectations for yourself I is like that not. Word bloat. It's just the perfect word for the feeling. Bloat. Bloated, yeah. yeah. So okay. unrealistic, unrealistic expectations are completely different than unreasonable. Right. Unreasonable very is very unreasonable. We want to be unreasonable. You are unreasonable, but that's a good thing. Yeah, okay. I know. It's, it's, it's great. It, 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 Look pushes, at my it, it pushes the standard, right? <laughs> it pushes the standard of what's going on. So being unreasonable with your expectations for yourself is like everyone should reason with you and tell you that you can't do that based on who you currently are. 
But the reason we want to push past our goals, I remember learning this years ago working well, it's with... it's perfect because it's the beginning of the year. It's the beginning of the year. It's Most people don't recognize if you want to learn how to uh, play a sport, it's going over the line. Like you want to practice, you know, kicking a 40-yard field goal, you practice kicking 50 yards. In hockey, it isn't just about getting the puck to the goal line. It's physically crossing the goal line, hitting the, the back of the net, and it bouncing out. It's not just about getting it over the line. That is a goal, but it's getting past it. And I think the majority of people set really, really small expectations to themselves, either set them way too big or they set them way too small. So what I typically work with people is like to find out what their what their average big goal would be. Like so guy makes 100 grand a year, wants to make 200. A entrepreneur wants to do a million dollars in their business, they want to make 10 million is what is past what it is that you want. It doesn't have to always be in the same compartment. It could be, you know, past it to get to a million dollars plus a little bit, but past that is also having energy and excitement and enthusiasm throughout your life. So whenever I teach people to go past what it is they want is is always about adding a little bit more to what your plan is because you'll always the busier you are, the harder the thing is going to be, the more you're going to have to become to actually pull it off. So really, at the end of the day, it's not about getting the thing. It's who you had to become to actually get what it is you want. So anybody watching this right now and they're saying to themselves, you're saying like, okay, well, how do I set it? I'm going to set the normal goal I need for myself. I'm going to challenge you to really think about what it is you're looking for. So if you're like, I want to make a million dollars and you've only made $50,000 a year, unrealistic would probably be to immediately get to a million. Not saying you can't do it, but how great would you live at 400 grand a year? That is completely past what you're currently doing at the 50. You probably will get to 100 with a little bit of a push, but if you want to get to $400,000 a year in income out of your business, whatever it is, that is a huge push for you. So really setting appropriate, longer expectations for yourself is where a lot of this goes. Okay, so the way you describe that is um, the big picture of yep. set your goal higher. Can you break it down a little bit for everyone that's listening or watching so that they could put that into terms for themselves? Okay, so for example, let's just take for example somebody that's going to lose weight and they set a goal of in 2020, I'm going to lose X amount of pounds. Well, the, the, fir the first thing you got to figure out is literally what your average is. And that, that's the thing yep. most people don't recognize. It's like I put even put something out on in the Facebook group I put out in the average sex community. Uh, how many push-ups can you do consistently? Yeah. And people are like giving me like their best day ever, like yeah. 150. And that's yeah. where most people screw resume. up. It, yeah. most, their, their resume answer, like my best day ever. Yeah. And 115, even Mike said that, 115. I said, well, how long ago was that? So how many can you do right now? And my question is, if you were to drop and do push-ups right now, how many can you do? And then if the next couple days you did like two or three of them, it's like, what are you using? to doing. So the first thing we got to figure out is what do you do automatically? What do you do naturally? Which is know your average. Know and your then average. once you want to achieve something else, we have to have some level of, like I use the words, realistic and unreasonable. And they got to blend those two together. So you can't immediately say, I want to be able to do 700 straight when the Guinness Book of World, World Records maybe is 700 straight. But you could get where you could do um, like the 23,000 a year or the 50 at a time or 80 at a time. What I usually want to tell people is like, what could you do on your best day in your best conditions if everything all worked out for you in, mm -hmm. in, per, in, mm -hmm. in unisons? And somebody would say, I probably can get to where I can do 75. Or economically, if a few things work out right for me and I'm making 100 grand a year, I can make 150 next year. My outcome for most people is to take it at least 10% farther. Not to be 50%, 10% farther. Okay. If you take it 10% farther, so if you know that you could do 50, make it 55. And the reason is you're setting another expectation for yourself. Your brain knows 50 is better than you currently did and 55 is what you're aiming at. So A, it gives your unconscious mind something to aim at, something bigger. It creates, start creating a, a new scenario of what to work on. And then once you raise it to 55, when you hit that or you don't hit that, mm -hmm. you at least did better than you currently did. So I actually did this. Go ahead. How did you do it? Well, uh, I'm just 
it was always in the back of my head that if I didn't do 23,000 burpees and I only did like, let's just say 22,000, it would be okay. Still but I knew that, especially like with last year, was or 2018, I had my, my time management was out of control, you know, et cetera, personal things. So if I had only done 22,000, I would have been totally okay with it. Yep. So I allowed myself a fall back just in case. I never, you know, like said to myself, I could cheat. It was, if I do this many, it'll be okay. It was in my brain. Always. And the big just thing, in case something got in the way. And, and the big thing, everybody, the biggest way to screw up this year, any year, is just to say all the time, every day, always. Yeah, and right. you get an absolute in your life, you create major screw ups. And I know people are watching this right now and they're like, got it, 66 a day, I'll do exactly what Deborah said, I'll do 66 a day. You already screwed up. I'm just yeah. going to tell you, I want you to do 66 a day. I'm going to tell you there'll be days you feel down, there's days you can't do it, there's days that you're, we can't do them at an airport, which is great about burpees. You look crazy, but you inspire I just the people. I could not do them at the hospital. That's gross. But what's interesting is, one of the techniques that I learned is if you raise your average, it's really about doing things what I call more often than not. And you've heard me say this yeah, a thousand times. Yeah, this is times. a good so one. It's not yeah. about doing things every day. The second you can replace in your word more often than not, if you pick the right stock more often than not, if you're playing blackjack and you win more often than not, if you eat the right healthy food more often than not, if you uh, take care of the things you need to take care of more often than not, you're doing it 50, 60, 70% of the time. You're taking yourself over that line and you're starting to move in the direction of where you want to go. The second you say every day, you've already failed and you've set yourself up for failure. So what I always say is this year, I'm going to take care of my health more often than not, which means four to five days a week, I'll take care of myself in an incredible way. What's fascinating is once you build that, then you're gonna do a little bit more than I did last year, a little bit more, and eventually you'll get to six or seven days. But for now, I'm gonna encourage everybody to start with more often than not, Add, find out what your average is, find out what your, find out what you could do if a lot of things align, not everything aligned for you, and then add 10% more. Mm -hmm. You do that, you're going past your goals, mm -hmm. and you go past what it is you set for yourself, and that's where most people should begin. You're setting your plan, even if you set plans for this year, probably gonna erase half the things you set and really put it under this context if you wanna pull off what it is you yep. want. That's awesome. That's big. So, okay, we're doing, um, at the office, we're doing, you guys are all joining us. Yeah. Doing oh, surprise. Challenges, surprise. Right? So we have, um, so what are the things that, if somebody's watching that you want, like good tips for any human being that gonna, they want to raise their average. Yes. They want to, you know, set their goals a little 10% higher. What's a good suggestion? I'm going to, I'm going to make it real simple for you. If I'm ever feeling off and we all feel off, just want to let you know, Michael Burnout feels off. We all have days where we feel off. There are three things that if I do them in a series of a day or a week changes everything for me. Number one is get my body moving. And yeah. I like to call them movements. You called it burpees. Burpees is let's call the most ideal workout. Yeah, let's you like it, that word movements. I like the word movements. Yeah. And the reason why is we, we made a list of like 10 things doing a squat, doing a push-up, doing a burpee, doing um, a lunge. Um, you could do a, a leg lift. You could do like a million okay, things you Okay, so can do. how do you quantify that as far as, I know I've had lots of times people will say to me, oh, I took a walk, where that's not really pushing themselves, but it's movement. So is there yep. some kind of a definition? You're, you're going to walk regardless. You're going to walk regardless in your day. You're going to go to the gym if you go regardless in your day. What I mean by a movement is literally strategically in a five-minute period or a three-minute period, two-minute period. I'd love to set the number at 50 at a minimum. And if you did 50 movements in a day, okay, 50 movements. Challenging Chal movements. Challenging movements. It could be something like a squat, something that actually I studied enough Moshe Feldenkrais to understand that you can make your body yep. better through appropriate movements. Mm -hmm. So things like lunges, things like the push-ups, things like burpees, burpees, burpees. Jumping jacks. Jumping jacks. Anything that you probably did in physical education class back in the 80s and 90s, and if you don't know physical edu education classes, you're probably young, but look it up on the web. It's anything that you would have done that physically is going to not harm the body and make the body better. Even if you did 
five little 10 minute sections in a day, uh, like forgive me, five sections of 10 in a day, yep. it, cre it, it creates matter. that. So it's one okay. big thing is create movement. Okay. If you're already working out, I'm telling you to add this to it. Okay, this is how you change your average, change your standards, change everything in your life that you wanna change, you change it this way. By literally going out there and just adding these 50 extra movements, that's it, 50 extra movements, that's it. Starting there. The other thing is I recognized is um, we live in an audio age and I know we got a book coming out but everyone wants to listen to stuff. I encourage you to listen. Unfortunately or fortunately, the way the world works, the way the brain works is we are, tend to think negatively and it's part of our old biological brain. We think of the worst case scenario because we want to protect ourselves. It's part of the hunting and gathering and I being know, out there in the world. What is the Webster's definition? How many words are positive and negative? Oh, it's so fascinating. I mean, out of the 300,000 words in the English language, less than less than 3,000 of them are positive emotions. And yeah. It's crazy. So People our brains are, it's crazy. Our brains are strategically looking at all times for issues and problems. So. The, re the reason I'm, I'm saying this is you can listen to things all the time, but every positive thought you have moves you one step forward. Every negative thought or every negative thing you listen to moves you 10 steps backwards. So the second you have a negative thought and then a positive one, you're still nine this steps behind. This is why behind. we do not put the news on in yeah, house. My, 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 yeah, and I can get into it. You know, my dad will come over, put the news on. I have to like unrewind no my, rewind the no stuff. News. So my whole thought is if you can go out there and read 10 pages in an inspiring book in a day, my book when it comes out is great, or my book when it comes Plug, out is great, or average, uh, average sucks, you know, hashtag average sucks. And if you do hashtag average sucks and share it on your wall, uh, we are giving away Average sucks t-shirts and There's stickers and logo yeah. bottles because we want you to change your average. People stop you all the time with this stuff on. So my recommendation is 50 movements a day, 10 pages in a book. And you're like, Michael, I don't like to read. I like audios. Great. Freaking read. Your brain is going to need new words in it to get where you want to go. Become a better communicator. Get better at people. Calm your ass down. I don't care if you read in the bathtub. Get a waterproof book in the shower. I don't care what you do. Imagine we, uh, you read 10 pages a day of anything. You don't have to read 50. You don't have to read a book. 10 pages a day. Two pages here, three pages there, five pages there. If you don't any want to book. read, any book. Any book with positive intention to help you get where you want to go. Yeah. Double win if it's going to help you with your outcome. Health, yep. relationships, yep. money, finance, something like that. Anything Like positive. when you were writing your book, we looked at books on writing books. and 100%. Whatever it is you're working on, yeah. do that. So that would be my big thing. The, the big thing is to um, 50 movements at a minimum. 10 pages in a book, that leaves that, like, if you look at it, like you're looking to score 100 on this thing. That gives you a good 60 points out of 100 in your day. The other part is starting to add things into your life where that really matter to you. A lot of times people want to cut out diets. You and I talk about this all the time. Okay, this is strange because people don't like for people to take things away from them. I don't want anyone to take anything away. Yeah. And I have a couple things that I share. I even have a whole video about this on YouTube you can find on, um, leave you, don't, don't, don't leave her yet, but it's yeah. out there somewhere. Um, about how to look at food. If I have a minute, I'll get into that in a second. But I'm, a, I'm an adder, not a subtractor. And what I mean by that is if you add, something else will have to go eventually. So eat whatever you're going to eat, but have one meal, two meals, three more meals a week, or whatever it is you're going to do. It doesn't have to be all of maybe four. I would say let's four. We'll give you 10 points for each of them. If you added four extra healthy meals a week to what it is you do, and I don't mean a Caesar salad drenched in Caesar dressing. I mean literally something healthy that you make four meals a week has an opportunity to truly change what goes inside of your body. Okay, so like a real life example of um, this. I, I, I have one. Um, somebody, one of our clients, and he's a really great guy. I won't say his name. Say to it. protect the innocent. Anyway, okay. um, he, so he eats out every day for lunch, which is his only pitfall because he's okay. a healthy eater. So we talked about this, and he wanted to improve upon that. So he just is going to bring his healthy lunch twice a week. Okay. So he's just adding in bringing a healthy lunch twice a week. Great. I could say don't go out to eat two five days. Only go out three times. And then it's like you're taking something away from me. So the way the brain works and 
like taking something away, people, it's like the monkey in the jar. So adding in, that's a great example for people. Adding in, bringing your own lunch twice a week, that was just an easy switch and will make him reach his goal much quicker. It, it, re it rewires the brain immediately. Yep. And this is exactly. where I talk about, uh, I will throw it in there right now, is that if you start talking to your food and start having a conversation with it, a lot of people don't recognize that whatever you eat is gonna become part of your life. It comes permanently. And it's part of like a relationship you're gonna have is what you eat. We spend a lot of times relating with food, thinking about food, wanting food. And if you have a conversation with it and literally ask like, where are you from? What are your intentions with me? I know it sounds kind of funny, but it's kind of like dating. You're gonna be with it for a while. You might as well know what it is. By putting a label on something, this is one of the techniques I've learned, by changing your language changes so many things in your life. So by putting a label on food, I recognize most people categorize it all as food. The second you put a label on it, it your body then understands what it is. Like the old biochemistry, I, I, I remember sitting in front of a group of uh, health fanatics and I said, how many of you drink shakes? And everybody's hands went up. I said, none of you should ever drink shakes again. And the whole room wanted to like kill me, a bunch of health fanatics. And I said, you should chew shakes, but you should never drink them. Because the second you chew them, any doctor watching this knows that, um, it produces the appropriate enzymes. It tells your body what it is, produces the enzymes, breaks down whatever it is in your stomach because it knows what it is. If you just drink it, it's a blob in your stomach and it may work, it may not. So by labeling your food effectively is I realized there's three very specific categories. It's like we teach Maya with friends. There was, I mean, Sean would come over, like there's the A is you're always friends, your B is, you know, they're friends, you know, be careful, and your C is you see you later, friends. Like there's mm -hmm. the C friends. We have to look at our life that way with friends. With food, there's nutrition, and nutrition is very simple. It's the way we cook at the house. It's it's your broccolis, your intelligent proteins, your stuff that has a bunch of crap on it. Second you go to a restaurant, it's not nutrition anymore. It winds up being a little something called entertainment. So there's nutrition, there's entertainment, and then there's like a little bit of popcorn at the movies, like a little small bag, that's entertainment. Go for a refill, it becomes addiction right away. So if you looked at food as these three things, nutrition, entertainment, and addiction, and you go, how many of these do you have in a week? How do you feel before? How do you feel after? It's just a simple thing, like take three seconds and go, what are you? Oh, it's entertainment. Just know what it is and give yourself four nutritions a week. You've got a major, major way to win. So mm -hmm. that's all I'm gonna challenge everybody to do. And we're gonna that's do this together one. inside of the community is we're gonna be talking about uh, movements, what you're reading, and we can inspire each other with that, but also, you know, how much nutrition are you adding to your life? And you will feel instant change. This is not about revolutionizing everything. It's about revolutionizing three areas that are gonna make the biggest difference. Yeah. Adding, we added 10 pages and we added 50 movements. You do that, you win. Okay, that's great. It's a great start. And yeah. it doesn't have and to be raise all your of average. It. And raise your average. Yeah. And if we do this, you can always make it 55. One of the lines in the book that I really love is you're acting your average. Yep. That's really good. So it's your identity. You're acting your average, um, it, you know, of course it sounds like you are average and then the person's like, ah, oh, they're jolted. But the, the idea that if I'm acting my average and now I'm reading 10 pages, I'm doing 50 movements, I'm adding in, like I'm acting my average but my average is going up and that's really cool. Imagine a resume, is what I was telling everybody. Imagine a resume, you're going in for a job and you've got two people. One person that consistently is, is doing the 50 movements a day and the, and the 10 pages and keep on getting better at each year at it and, and taking care of the nutrition and noticing these things. Another person that does exactly the same things but doesn't do those few, th that, that stuff's gonna take 12 minutes a day. I mean, yeah. it does not take long. The 50 movements and the 10 pages, maybe 30 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, has a chance to change everything. So you change your average, and when you change your average, you change your life, and all your averages is literally code word for your automatic. What do you do yep. automatically without, yep. without thinking about it? And that's, that's really our, our goal for you this year, to work together. If I were to tell you all the stuff through call to action, core strength, if you haven't taken call to action yet, you definitely need to um, 
definitely need power, to do that. I would, yeah, five five days working together. Well, it's not yeah. even five. It's, it's not four and a half. Two hours a day. Yeah, a couple hours a day, five days. It's like working with me for a week for for five days. Definitely want to um, get yourself involved anytime you can with that. Check it out. You know, callwithmichael.com. You definitely want to check out uh, Call to Action. The reason why is I want to help you knock this stuff out of the park this year. So everything we're doing is about changing your average. So any any last thoughts about how you um, you got it all done or any last little thoughts of uh, play? Big, big out. What are your, some of your goals for uh, this year, outcomes you have for 2020? Mm. Well, I'm going to do 24,000 burpees. 20,000 burpees, okay. And you're doing it, you're, you're publicly announcing this. This I, is like our community. If you can't be on yeah. the podcast, and you all are public, do it too. Yeah, publicly announce. I think and right I'm going to spend more time with Maya now okay. that I just have one little kid in the house, which would be great. And I'm going to go on a girl's trip or two or three. Cool. I'm going to go on a vacation with you. I have a lot of things. Very cool. Business-wise, you know, I, it's it's interesting because it was so many years of focus on what we're going to do for business, and then we're, you know, what are we going to do for family, whatever. But now I'm looking to um, spend more time not doing all the things because it's going so well, right? So now I can put my gas on a different area. We'll get the book going. We'll get more events going. We'll have more women's events. We'll have more like lots of different it. things. Yeah, and then we'll have a lot more time for fun. It's great. I love it. That's I, what entrepreneurs want anyway, more time 100%. for fun. hundred percent. So I'm just right there with everybody. I'm, I wrote it all down. We're going to go get it all. We'll do it together. I'm Did glad you write I'm down part of Girls Trip? Girls Trip. You got three of them. I don't care. It's, it's called a mom. It's called necessary. Bringa now or something. There's a word for it. It's Girls Trip. Okay. I don't know what that means exactly. It, it, it's a girl's trip. <laughs> I, I will tell you, my one of, the, one of the biggest outcomes I have for this year after meeting my buddy Patrick when I was up in Salt Lake, he said these simple words to me. He says, great people don't do great things. And as entrepreneurs, I think for years that was my biggest thing is I want to do great things. Entrepreneurs surround themselves by people, people that, that yeah, get true. great things done. So yeah. this year, one of my biggest outcomes this year is to build the effective team that does great things. Yeah. We just like live, breathe, create great things. One of those is getting the book out to as many hands as possible because life gets easier when you change your average because I'm just, I, I want life to be automatic for people where they get what they want. Simply, that's the one thing our clients always say all the time is like, Michael, after working with you, yeah. for some reason, it just becomes it automatic. Just one day I clicked, I just do it instead yeah. of like forcing myself to go. So that's the piece comes with that. Yeah, that, yep. that's automatic. It's like you automatically just get it all done. Like yep. hand it to Deborah, she'll get it done because that's who you are. Yep. I would love everyone to become those people. Uh, getting the book out as many hands as possible. You and I have a number for that, which I'm super excited about. And the number's actually higher than we actually need to do. Okay, well, that's, that's uh, yeah, it is going to be higher. And at least no, more than 10%, probably yep, 20, 20. 5% higher. Easy. And then we'll hit 30. To get as many people as possible. And also just share with as many people as possible in the world how you can start getting what you want, making things happen. So let us know how we can help. Um, let us know how we can help you get what you want. Deborah and I are both here, here with you to assist you doing this. We do this together. If you are in a relationship with somebody or you work together with somebody or you just have a family, you know, building a business with another person is, building a business itself is a challenge. Building a business and having a family is an additional challenge. Building a business effectively and having an effective family all work together at the same time, these things borderline and impossible for most people. We have found some systems and tools to make that work. So it's not just about getting things, it's about becoming a person that makes that possible. So I mean, teammates uh, making this work, which is super cool, and I'll just challenge everybody out there is, find a team that's gonna challenge you to get you to grow, find a team that's gonna help you, and, and don't go leaving this, I give one recommendation to everybody, don't leave this and go, well, Deborah says and Michael says and you need to change. Change you and shift yourself and be an example. Because if I just read this thing in a book and I say it to my wife and she loves me, she says, that's great, go do something. My recommendation is, <laughs> the truth, right? Yes. 
go do something with this and don't go preach what it is you just heard. Be an example for your family. Yeah. That's our that's our biggest, I would say, like we have a big sign in the office that says, accept the power of your own influence. I mean, we know that our kids are watching all the time. We know that our team is watching all the time. So be the example in your life of the life that you really desire. Be the average you really desire. And any last minute thoughts or, or quotes or tidbits or ideas or average concepts? Sucks. Average sucks. That's it. What does that mean to you? Mm. Uh, it means that I'm going to continue to raise my average. Plain and simple. There's no like big thing. It's, I like that. It's not complicated. It's not complicated. Just yep. I'm going this direction and I'm going to keep going. Average sucks. Don't be average. Play big. And uh, we're excited to work with you. So make certain if you enjoyed this, which I know you did because you're still watching it, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, leave us a review. Uh, anything we can help you with, you can always reach out to us at any yeah. time. I'll post that um, we'll, burpee thing. We'll post the burpee thing mm -hmm. online. Join the community. Be a badass with us. Make things happen. Life's short. Uh, play big. Do the things you really want to do. I mean, it goes like that, a blink of an eye, and we're going to be older, and you're going to have the ability to do all the things you want to do. So I challenge you to let us challenge you. Let us help you have the courage and help us get where we're going to go. We're not going to be able to do this individually. It's really about the community. That's why it's called the Average Sucks Community on Facebook. We're here to do this together. So any other thoughts? That's it. My last final thought for you is uh, there's more of you inside. Be who it is you're capable of being. I remember years ago, a guy said to me, he goes, how tall are you? And I said, I'm six foot six. And he says, why don't you start acting like it? And that was probably one of the biggest defining moments in my life. He goes, you act five foot eight. And I'm, I got angry. I was bothered that he said that. And I realized he's right. There's always another level inside. So my real desire is to get to live my full capacity in my life. And I think yeah. that's everybody's real big goal is mm -hmm. to be what you were put here on this planet to be and to be all that you can be, to push as big as you can. So if we can inspire you in any way to do that, that's great. You take any of this stuff away, that's great. We'd love you to share this with anybody you feel that this will help and uh, love you and thank you and uh, more to go. So appreciate you. Check out the book. If you enjoyed what you just heard, I have something super exciting that I want to share with you. Having a relationship and making a relationship work for your life and your business like Deborah and I have is absolutely paramount for getting what you want in this world because so many people wind up you know, having one area of their life work, but the biggest pain point for most people is relationships. So, I created a very powerful training. It's 30 minutes, absolutely free. All you have to do is enter in your info. Let me know where you want to send it. It's a powerful 30-minute video on three of the most fundamental areas that you can shift inside of your relationship. Little things that you can do, little tidbits on how to look at your relationship, how to stop that need to be right in your relationship, how to be frustrated the last, but most importantly, how to start looking at your relationship to develop it into the one you truly desire it to be. So I'm excited to get this information in front of you. It's very simple. Go to averagesucks.com forward slash relationships with an S at the end because it isn't just about a relationship. It's about all the relationships in your life with your family, with your team, with your loved ones. And my recommendation for you is to do that immediately. Also on this page right now, you have an option to uh, give us your email and we'll go ahead and send you immediately access to this training. So if you're listening on iTunes, uh, check out averagesucks.com forward slash relationships with an S or put in your info down below. We're excited to share this training with you and to really help you ramp up this most important part of your life, your relationships, because it's exciting to get where you want to go, but to do it alone is empty. To do it in a way that you truly have somebody to grow with and people to grow with is really about making a life that has massive fulfillment and massive meaning. So enjoy the training, absolutely free. Put in the info, check out the page, and I'll catch you there. Well, thanks for joining us for The Average Sucks Show. And the big question people ask is like, Michael, what is next? And the answer is simple. Get Average Sucks, my brand new book. And the reason why I want you to have this is if there's things you want in your life and for some reason you've said to yourself, why am I holding back? Why am I not getting what I want? I know I'm capable of more. This book answers 
all of that and more. So go to averagesucks.com, check out all the other stuff on the page, got a bunch of bonuses for you. Get the book, read the book, and most importantly, follow the instructions. They're very simple. You'll finish this little book in, uh, in a couple hours, real easy to read, and it's gonna start showing you how to get more of what you want in this world. So averagesucks.com and catch us on the next Average Sucks Show.